Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We are going to focus on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 66, Make Ahead Cinnamon Rolls Four Ways So You Get to Sleep In. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Um, Today, like I said, we're going to be talking about cinnamon rolls and just want to know, is there anything better than a piping hot cinnamon roll first thing in the morning with your family for a special holiday or a weekend brunch treat? I am a huge fan of those soft, sweet, warm, lightly cinnamony rolls basically anytime. But you know what I am not a fan of? Waking up at early as fetch o'clock to make those cinnamon rolls happen. No way. So if you followed along with the blog or the podcast for a while, you know that I love to use a technique called par baking to solve the problem of waiting for bread to rise um, and making tasty bread products ahead of time so that I can enjoy them whenever I want them. Par baking usually works really, really well, and it leaves me with fresh tasting loaves of bread or other bread products whenever I need them. But... Um, When I've tried to par-bake cinnamon rolls in the past, the technique wasn't working quite as well as I had hoped um, or as well as it worked for other bread products. So I started out on a mission to find the best way to make cinnamon rolls ahead of time once and for all. So in this episode, I'm going to share all of the ways you can make cinnamon rolls ahead of time, and I'll be sure to let you know which method is my favorite. All right, should we dig into the four methods? Let's do it. So method number one is the frozen dough method. So to make cinnamon rolls ahead of time with this method, you are going to make the recipe as written until just after you've cut your cinnamon rolls. So you've made your dough, the dough's risen once, you've rolled it out, put your filling in, and you've cut them into cinnamon roll sizes. At this point, instead of letting your cinnamon rolls rise for a second time, you'll lay them out on a silicone baking mat. Make sure they're not touching. Um, You may need to use two. Um, That baking mat should be on a cookie sheet, of course. Um, Then you're going to flash freeze them until solid. This will take a few hours. And once they're solid, you can move them to a freezer bag and obviously put them back in the freezer. So... With this method, you will be able to keep them in the freezer for several months um, before pulling them out, setting them out, and letting them rise for the second time and baking them. Um, So this method actually works really, really well. When I tried it, it made delicious rolls. Um, This method's not particularly convenient for me um, just because... You're freezing them, and then when you pull them out to rise again, you're going to have to let them rise. I think in my case, it was about three hours for them to thaw and rise and be ready to bake. So obviously, if you're looking for time in the morning uh, to sleep in, this isn't really the method for you. 
Um, but I can see the merit of this if maybe you have a smaller family and you want to just be able to pull out a few cinnamon rolls whenever you want them. Um, or if you just make extra one time. So there is definitely a time to use it. But for me, this isn't the best way to let me sleep in on the morning of a party, right? But overall, it worked well and um, made a delicious cinnamon roll. So that's method number one, the frozen dough method. All right. Method number two is the full bake method. And this is the simplest method of the batch. Basically, all you're going to do is make the recipe exactly as written. Then at this point, you can either cover and freeze your cinnamon rolls if you're not going to be needing them for a few days or a few weeks. Or if you're going to need them the very next morning, you're welcome to just leave them overnight and then reheat them in the oven the next day. When you reheat them, you're going to want to use a low oven temperature, probably around 300 degrees, and heat them only until they're heated through so they don't get overcooked. Um, you could even try 250 for 15 to 20 minutes or 300 for about 10. Um, but the key here is, is that you're only wanting to heat them up until they are heated through, right? Because any longer you're going to get extra browning or they're going to get more dry on the inside. Also, make sure that you're not adding your frosting or glaze until the second time that you bake them because you're definitely not going to want to reheat your frosting in the oven. Um, once you pull them out the second time and you're ready to eat them, go ahead and slather them with frosting while they're still warm and enjoy. So I love this method because it's super easy. There's no messing around with different directions or anything. Um, when I tried it, honestly, it tasted good. They were a little bit more brown on the outside than I probably normally would like, but I don't really think that anybody would notice or care. And they were still soft and pillowy on the inside, even after sitting overnight. So it's a method that would be really simple and work for everyone, but there might be something that works better for you. So let's move on to another option that you might enjoy. So method number three is the parbake method. So I, of course, wanted to master a way to do parbaking with cinnamon rolls, even though I was struggling with it in the past. Um, and normally I would have assumed that this would be my favorite method, but it actually wasn't in this case. We'll get to my favorite method last. Um, but this still produced a good quality product. So again, let's talk about what parbaking even means. Parbaking means partially baking your bread product freezing it, and then finishing the baking process at a later date. So technically, your products are cooked through when you freeze them, but the goal of cooking them through the first time is to keep them pale and just barely cooked so that when you reheat them, you can get nice, even browning without overcooking your bread products. So the problem when I was trying this with cinnamon rolls is that the rolls were over-rising and then when I was parbaking them, it was just taking so long for them to bake. I think because that filling was keeping the dough wet um, and the long oven time was making them just get really, really puffy to the point where they were too well risen, right? So I decided I needed to make some adjustments. And what I did was that I reduced the yeast by about 25% so that it wasn't 
having as much of that oven spring in the oven. Um, and I also increased the temperature that I normally would par bake. So I'm normally par baking around 250 to 275 degrees. Um, but cinnamon rolls just really can't handle that low temperature of par baking as well as other things. So I bumped the temperature up to 300 degrees for faster par baking. So even with these changes, um, it took about 35 minutes for the rolls to be cooked through at 300 degrees. Um, and they were pretty pale. Um, they were a tiny bit brown, a tiny bit more brown than I normally like when I'm par baking, but this was okay. This was kind of expected from the increase in oven temperature. Um, but it took a long time. After that, wrapped it up, put it in the freezer. Um, when you remove your par-baked items, you can bake them from frozen. That's going to take probably five minutes longer. Or you can let them thaw and then bake them, which will probably take about 10 minutes at 350. Anyway, I baked them again, put the frosting on, and they tasted great. Um, the one thing I noticed here, which is why this was not my very favorite method, is that the crust on the bottom while not overly brown, was just a little bit thick. And I think this was from that 35 minutes long time in the oven. So it was baking really, really evenly, um, which kind of caused that outside crust to start to push into the rest of the roll. Like I said, this is another thing that I don't think anybody is going to notice. But because of this and because this method takes a long time. You have to bake it for 35 full minutes before you're even eating it. I don't love this method as much for cinnamon rolls as I love it for other bread products. So let's get into the technique that I like the most, which is method number four, the overnight refrigerator method. So as I was researching, trying to figure out the best way to make cinnamon rolls ahead of time, this is the most common method that I've seen on the internet. Um, but I've actually never tried it before because most recipes suggest you make the recipe as written up until when the cinnamon rolls are cut and then you move them to the refrigerator for that second rise. And while they're in the refrigerator, they're either going to rise like a little, little bit or not at all because the cold temperatures are going to halt the yeast's um, propagation, right? So the method sounded really promising and I was excited about it until I discovered that basically all of the recipes on the internet um, ask you to then let the rolls come to room temperature and let them rise before baking them. So this method, while useful, it seemed kind of silly and pointless to me if I was still going to have to wake up two to three hours early in the morning to let the rolls rise again. Um, the plus side, I guess, is that, you know, I could get the rolls out of the fridge and head straight back to bed instead of making everything start to finish in the morning. But as far as saving time, it wasn't really doing that. So I didn't love the method as it's written on most food blogs right now. Um, but as I did a little more perusing, I did find a little tip for not waking up early to let the rolls rise, which I was all about. Um, the tip is to bake the rolls in a cold oven. Um, so you'll put them in as the oven is preheating so the rolls can get a little extra rise before they start baking. Another tip that I tried that worked really well is to let them rise for half of their proofing time 
on the counter before you refrigerate them. So the proofing process has already been started before you put it in the fridge. The reason I only do it halfway is because if they are going to rise a little bit more in the refrigerator, um, they could overrise if you let them proof the entire way. Um, This wasn't really the case for me when I pulled them out. They really looked as though all rising had stopped. They were a little bit puffy from when I had let them rise the night before, but they weren't overly so. Um, And then in the morning, I stuck them in right as I preheated the oven and I baked them. Um, When they were finished, the rolls were maybe slightly, like ever so slightly smaller than my other finished rolls. But from a taste perspective, they tasted perfectly well risen and they had gone exactly as I wanted them to. So this method was actually my very favorite for making cinnamon rolls ahead of time because it didn't require any extra time. All you're doing is kind of pausing the process in the middle by putting the cinnamon rolls in the fridge, pull them out, put them in the oven. It's like you never took a break, right? And they made great cinnamon rolls. So I was actually really surprised in my little experiment that every single one of these methods made edible tasty cinnamon rolls. So it's really about finding the best balance of a quality cinnamon roll with simple and easy instructions that don't take loads of extra steps or time and that fits whatever your goal is um, the best. So honestly, I can see myself using every single one of these methods depending on what it's for, right? For example, I still think I'm going to use par baking if I had to take those cinnamon rolls to a party or something, right? Because then I could finish baking them in their oven. And I also wouldn't be worried about the rolls getting squished uh, while driving because they're already baked through, right? So that would be a good method for that. Or I would maybe freeze the individual rolls ahead of time if I just want small batches. Or I would bake ahead of time if I'm looking for something really, really simple, right? So there are times to use every single one of these methods And I hope you found one that works for you if you are an enjoyer of sweet rolls for special occasions. Um, It's our family tradition to make cinnamon rolls for Easter, so I will definitely be busting out one of these methods in just a few weeks. Uh, Maybe you can try one of these methods for Easter morning and let me know how it goes. I've also linked my recipe for cinnamon rolls in the show notes, so you can give it a try and, again, let me know how it goes. So... Next week, we're going to be having a fun guest on. It's actually my sister. If you listened back, I had another sister on. Um, But this sister is an aspiring life coach who is coming on to tell us all about how mental health gets in the way in the kitchen, as well as some ways that we can take care of our mental health in the kitchen. So I'm really excited to have her on. I will catch you all next week. Happy planning. Happy planning.